Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. On today's Solo Sunday News, an AEW star looks set to bring back a famous movie gimmick. News on why the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is on SmackDown this year. Has a well-known WWE official been demoted? Roman Reigns calls out a former UFC champion. And Natalia and Paul Heyman let rip on Talking Smack. Hello everybody, I am Gareth. It is Solo, it is Sunday. Those words sounded a lot better organised in my head. But as you know by now, this is just what we do on a Sunday. You just get me on my own looking like I've just woken up because guess what? I have. But you don't want to hear about that. What you want to hear about is some good old wrestling news. And boy, howdy, do we have a story to kick off today. Because whilst talking to Miro, his fellow AEW colleague at this point, Paul White, you know, the guy who was called Big Show in WWE for like 20 years, he was talking about a character that he did play in a film called Waterboy. If you've seen it, you probably have. He's called Captain Insano. He had big, long hair, stars and stripes, unitard, and big red boots, all the, all the good stuff, all the good stuff. He had that in Waterboy, and he was talking to Miro about potentially bringing this character to AEW, which seems crazy but then when you think of the way AEW's panned out at this point it sort of just fits the balmy what's the word mold the balmy mold of AEW that's what it fits so he was he was talking about the fact that Tony Khan apparently is really good friends with the creator slash writer of Waterboy so they're gonna try as hard as they can to get the rights to Captain Insano. So here's his quote in this Miro Twitch stream. This is what he said. He said, Captain Insano might be coming around again. Tony Khan is really good friends with one of the writers or creators of Waterboy and the Captain Insano character. Tony is trying really hard to try and get the rights to that and do something with it. I told Tony, if you get Captain Insano, I will rock the ever-loving swear word off of it. He didn't, it doesn't really go into detail what the swear word was. Let me know in the comments section if you watched it. Uh, I'll get the red boots and everything captain insano shows no mercy it'd be a fun gig to break out captain insano every now and again which i think it definitely would be but it, it, it is definitely worth noting with all this is a big like if there's a big but with it all um that aw did actually file a trademark for captain insano in march but this wasn't specifically it didn't seem like it was specifically for a wrestling character to be in the ring real life that kind of thing it seemed as though it was more skewed towards video games like it was skewed towards maybe being a, a playable character in the aw console game that, that was the the thinking behind it at that time so 
It isn't clear right now if they are going to go in the direction of bringing Captain Insano back to Dynamite, which would just be mad now thinking of it. Just say, just bringing those words into real life is pretty weird. But it would be hilarious. I think it'd give Big Show a chance to really flex his uh, his comedic chops. And we know he's definitely got them, so that'd be really cool. But he's got to bring back the wig. Like, you can't do this without that damn wig. And just have him laugh at people. Just have him laugh insanely down the mic and just don't have anybody do the terrible Adam Sandler, Bobby Boucher uh, accent because it's very problematic. But away from characters from comedy movies from the 90s, like away from all that, we of course are now very much very close to WrestleMania. We're like a week away, a week today from night two, which is absolute lunacy. And one of the biggest talking points over the weekend has definitely been the fact that WWE have chose to now put the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and the Fatal 4-Way for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships on the SmackDown before WrestleMania, which had me and Phil going nuts. We were like, what? All these incredibly talented people who put in a shift all the way through this awful period in the Thunderdome, the PC, they're now not going to get this big WrestleMania moment where they actually are performing in front of live crowds, which is, it sucks for them, I'll be honest. But we've now got a bit more information as to why this has happened. Dave Meltzer spoke about this on yesterday's Wrestling Observer Radio, and he was saying that the main... The main reason for this is because WWE don't want to have a ridiculously long WrestleMania on both nights. He said that they want to cut down the length of Mania, and that includes taking the pre-show, uh, which is normally about two hours for WrestleMania. They're going to bring that down to one hour, which you've got to think that one of these matches on probably both nights would have gone into maybe that pre-show. So they, they're going to take that away. It is interesting to know, like, I'm, I'm very much... I'm intrigued to see what goes down on these pre-shows because I can't see them just throwing away the first match in front of like live crowds on a pre-show. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd be very interested to see if that does happen. Maybe more on night two when they've had that first big pop that could happen. Yeah, so Meltzer's quote on this whole thing was, yeah, because I think they don't want to go more than three and a half hours on both shows, especially since they're starting an hour later than I expected. They're starting both shows at eight instead of seven. So there you go. They're losing an hour as well there, which is probably going to be uh, going to make things difficult to try and cram as many people in as possible. But in my opinion, maybe just take some more time away from the shame that man Braun Strowman nonsense and have the SmackDown championships, the tag team championships in a, like a five minute match and just have the Mysterios in front of loads of cheering fans. It just makes more sense. And keeping in the WWE sphere, we had some news, sort of news break yesterday. There's not really been anything concrete in terms of WWE coming out and saying this is official, but it was kind of breadcrumbs to something which there's more information on it and it all seems to be leading in one way. I'll explain. So WWE NXT referee Drake Wirtz apparently has been demoted from his position as senior official. And this all comes on the back of Safe Quadri, a Twitter user. I hope I've pronounced that right. Um, he He's shown like a screenshot of uh, having a conversation with somebody seemingly from within WWE. Um, he was talking about Wirtz and he, he mentioned the fact that he was a senior official and this, this message back said former senior official and then they went into a bit more detail and found out that they, they had been demoted and somebody else had been put into that position that they felt was more qualified at this time to be in that role. Um, obviously, if you've seen uh, a lot of the reports recently from Drake Wirtz like regarding his, um, his support of controversial organizations and I think he was in a, a photo with other referees throwing up a hand gesture which again is quite controversial he's had a lot of negative press around him recently so WWE may just be wanting to kind of put out those fires and 
just not have that negative press centered around the referees and centered around the company. It might just be their way of doing that. That would make a lot of sense. Uh, there's also been an image recently uploaded by another NXT official. It was DA Brewer. And it was like a crew of NXT refs. And they're all like posing. It says like unit or something. And Scott Armstrong is front and center. It looks like the person who's like the head of the, not head of the table, because Roman Reigns would probably kill him if that was the case. But he, it looks like he's steering the uh, the referee ship. And Wurtz was nowhere to be seen in the photo. So there's a few little bits of evidence there that seem to suggest that that has happened. Armstrong's obviously been in WWE or in and around WWE since 2006, so it seems like he'd be a reliable person to throw into that position if he has been put into the, the role of senior official, so it, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if that is the case, but right now that's, that's, what, uh, that, that's what seems to be alluded to. And speaking of Roman Reigns, I think his ears were burning, and if that is the case, he's probably going to kill me as well. I don't know why I just see Roman Reigns as this big, vicious killer. It's probably because he's just been bullying everyone on SmackDown for the last, like, six months. But he has called out a former UFC heavyweight champion because Roman Reigns does not give a flub. And this call-out, of course, came during his recent appearance on Ariel Elwani's MMA show, which, go and check that out if you haven't. It's really cool if you like your MMA. And he was talking about WrestleMania, obviously, and he got asked a question by Ariel about whether he prefers one-on-one -on -one matches or a triple threat, which obviously is involved in a triple threat at WrestleMania. And he gave his answer and then just proceeded to call out DC, Daniel Cormier, because, pff, well, hell not. He said, I like one-to-one, -to, -one, to be honest. I'll smash anybody one-on-one. -on -one. Whether it's Daniel Bryan, Edge, or DC, I'll smash them all one-on-one, -on -one. getting from behind the table and back in the gym. Maybe, maybe you could have a chance. I don't know. It would be a short story for DC. Obviously, this just kick-started something. Now we've got a bit of a back-and-forth going on. Daniel Cormier tweeted the clip with Ariel, who's obviously his friend. They do a show together as well on YouTube. And he said, watch your mouth, Roman Reigns, WWE. I'll dance with the big dog. But... He made the fatal mistake of tagging the wrong Roman Reigns. So it looked a bit bad than like Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns called DC out on this. He put, laugh my ass off. This was Paul Heyman. He put, tagged an imposter Roman Reigns account. And he tagged a real Roman Reigns in that message. He said, hoping the Universal Champion doesn't see this nonsense. Fight Roman Reigns. DC will be lucky to be in WWE as enhancement talent. His biggest moment in UFC was getting shoved across the octagon by Brock Lesnar. Damn, that is a burn. If you know what he's talking about there, that's a... Uh, yeah, it's a thing that just never really happened. There was supposed to be DC versus Brock Lesnar. That's a whole different story. It's a whole different video. But that seemed to hit a nerve with Cormier. And Roman Reigns jumped in on this and said that announce table got him acting soft. And Cormier said, my advisor, Ariel Awani, is waiting by the phone. It's time to stop talking and let's make this real. I'm 42 years old with a bad back and I'm whipping you any day of the week. You're me, Vince McMahon, Triple H. This is my yard. I'm the big dog. I'll be honest. I like Daniel Cormier, <laughs> so I'd, I'd, I'd love seeing this if this actually did come about. Like he said, he's, his body's in a bit of a bad way. He put it through the ringer throughout his UFC career, so if he did do something, it might be more in the vein of, let's say, a Cain Velasquez. He'd probably be a bit more um, successful, let's say, than the, the Cain Velasquez stuff. I just think he's, in, in terms of being a character, he's a bit more charismatic. I think there'd be more with him. Obviously, there was talk of Cormier coming into WWE recently. Uh, I think he was uh, support, supposedly offered a contract to come and work with Fox for WWE back stage obviously that got scrapped so he's flirted with the idea of coming into WWE maybe this could be the way that he introduces himself to like general WWE fans and then he could transition onto a commentary role which we, is what he does for UFC that'll be interesting I feel like I'm fancy booking gear way too early but I would love to see me some DC versus the Travel Chief 
And because it is Solo Sunday, we seem to always get like the, the aftermath of Talking Smack here. It's my, it's my chance to kind of talk about the good stuff that goes down on Talking Smack. There's always at least one notable little like sound bite that you can take away and go, damn, this show's nuts. Because it's just always still is nuts because people seem to be able to actually speak their minds. Who'd have thought that'd work? And this week it was Natalia who was up to the task of just letting rip, really, because she was talking about the fact that she is tired of being a good girl and she's tired of just being walked over, really, in WWE. And she talked about how um, she was annoyed that women are pretty much missing from the WrestleMania car. That's the way she put it. She said, you know what's missing from WrestleMania season? You know what's missing? Women in WrestleMania. That is what's missing. WrestleMania season needs to be about the women of WWE. And tonight, we made a statement. And we're not to be screwed around with anymore. You got it? So as excited as we are to be here, we are leaving no stone, no stone unturned. With no... Sorry. We no longer follow the directive. We are the directive. We are the directive. A lot of directive there. So, Natalia, if you watch the clip she's very much pissed off she's just sick and tired of all the nonsense and paul Heyman seemingly just like nipped this in the bud straight away he was just like no I'm, I'm not falling for any of this you need to kind of sort yourselves out if you really give a crap about being on the wrestlemania card you got to go and beat everyone up beat up all your competition knock down the door to Vince man's office and then he went even deeper and this you've probably seen this clip on twitter right now because it's just it's doing the rounds but he said if your grandfather saw saw what you were doing he'd beat the crap out of your father for raising you this way and i won't say what your father speaking to tamina uh, tamina tamina who is tamina he said i won't say what your father would do if he saw you this way do something about it so he just went mad he went absolutely mad at both of them you could see on the faces they were like this was not part of the plan what is going on oh my god and it was it was great they kind of uh, they improvised, obviously, after this, and they adapted to the situation, and Tamina got the mic, and she cut the most insane promo. No, she didn't. She just went, okay, and then made her father's gesture, his famous gesture, which, that was a little bit odd at the end. It looked like she was just going to let rip, and she, she kind of didn't, but... Yeah, Paul Heyman, yet again, proving that he gives zero fudges on Talking Smack. And he said something, he pretty much made a comment about the fact that uh, Caleb Braxton was apparently looking for a new host for Talking Smack or like another WWE show. And he said, oh, hey, ESPN are hiring, they'll hire anybody, which is obviously a dig at Charlie Caruso, because Paul Heyman, again, just doesn't give a crap. Right, now that's the news stories out of the way. Let's do a few Twitter questions, because that's what we just like to do on a solo Sunday. It's very laid back. We're having a very relaxing news video. And the first one today is from Hagerman Casey, and their name is Heal Gareth Morgan. That's unsettling. But the question, I'm going to read off the question because there's a dog picture attached. And what, it, what, what do I say? Every single week, you just put a dog in the picture. I'm going to read it because I'm a suck for dogs. That sounds weird. That's a weird thing to say, but never mind. So most dog teams have a more dominant member who goes off to have a better career. Who would you consider to be the most equal tag team of all time? That is a really good question, actually. Um... I mean, I, I kind of want to cheat and say, like, The Shield, but that's a faction because I've got, like, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and, like, John Moxley, technically. Now, if you look where all they, like, have been in their careers and where they are now, just all absolutely excelling. But in terms of a straight-up tag team, a straight-up two-unit, you've got to say the Young Bucks right now. I mean, they're both as incredibly talented as each other. They're absolutely killing the business. <laughs> I'm an idiot. And the last question we're going to read off today is from Mark Solod, Mark, at Marcus Solod on Twitter. Obviously, we've got a lovely picture of a dog there again, so we just love it. We love it. It's a key to my heart. Uh, he says, Morning, Gareth. Happy Solo Sunday. How do you see the Usos eventually turning on Roman? I'd have Roman get hurt and be in a wheelchair while bossing the Usos around more and more till they finally snap and kick him out of it. Then sit in it. So they're both going to sit on each other's laps in the wheelchair? 
That's, that's, that's one way of doing it. I mean, me personally, I quite like to see it happen in like a stipulation match. Like he finally pushes him just a little bit too far. And then he's like, right, you two, come and help me with this ladder. Help me get to the top of the ladder. And then they just like both look at each other, nod, and then like knock the ladder off. And he goes flying through a table. Something, do you know what I mean? Just a cool visual like that. I mean, the wheelchair, I think, would be pretty fun as well. But you just feel as though he's going to have to do something that just, the, it's got to be the straw that breaks the Uso camel back and they'll kick off. But I think, uh, kick off, super kick, sorry. But I think at this point, we need Jimmy Uso back. I think that's the first thing we need in place where we get this double Uso turn. I don't trust Jay getting the job done on his own because he's not won a match since early November, which is what we noted on the SmackDown review. Always loses in the main event, Uso. What a shame. So that has been your Solo Sunday News. I am, of course, Gareth from What Culture Wrestling. Don't forget to like this video, share the video, subscribe to all things What Culture Wrestling. Follow myself on Twitter at gmorgan04. Follow everybody here at What Culture, at What Culture WWE. Don't forget, we've got pretty much all of the WrestleMania content that you could ever ask for in the next week. Literally, we have got just everything coming at you. We've got the, the NXT ups and downs for TakeOver Stand and Deliver on both nights. We've got uh, obviously all the AEW stuff that's going to be happening as well. And you've got the two nights of WrestleMania, all the streams that go along with that. It's just, it's never ending. So if you like you like wrestling, you like anything to do with WWE, even AEW, Impact, all of it, it's going to be here this week. So just tune in, click on what you like, have a good time, and I will see you at some point in the week. Bye-bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.